Hey, I'm Will, and I love Star Trek. I'm Caleb, and I love Fallout. And we're watching Star Trek chronologically so that this guy over here can love Star Trek just like me. Yeah, maybe. So let's get into the review, dudes. <laughs> Risk. Risk is our business. Trek review where we talk about Star Trek weekly and this week we're talking about a season three episode specifically the Enterprise incident it originally aired September 27th 1968 it was written by DC Fontana that's a name we've heard before mm -hmm. and directed by John Meredith Lucas the synopsis for the Enterprise incident is acting apparently restless and irrational. Captain Kirk inexplicably orders the Enterprise into Romulan space, where the ship is quickly captured by the enemy and Kirk held captive aboard their flagship. So before we carry on, we're going to go over to Caleb and ask what his take of the episode was. I did actually like this episode. You're good. <laughs> um, it took me a bit to get into it, uh, honestly. Um, sure. It's one of those things that like Star Trek does, where it's like I kind of, I kind of miss in like TV shows, mm -hmm. where like the whole thing happens and you have no idea like what's going on or oh, like yeah. when when it's supposed to be or what their right what their mission is or anything. So. It is kind of jarring when, like, the episode starts and Kirk is just, like, yelling at everybody and being, yeah. like, irrational. And even, like, Bones is like, well, I don't know. Something's wrong with the captain, but whatever. And then he's like, all right, take us into Romulan space, please. And I'm like, why are we doing this? And it's kind of like, I don't know where it's going, but, you know, by the middle of the episode, you're you're like, okay. You're kind of fully on on board, so like that to me was it kind of was jarring. I would say it was jarring oh, sure. a little bit. Yeah, but I did like I did like the whole um, you know Spock being James Bond and uh, them having to like infiltrate this yeah this sh ship for Starfleet. It was it was a cool it was a cool premise. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I enjoyed it. I mean, there's, there's obviously a few things about it that you're like, well, I, I don't, that doesn't make sense, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I liked it. 
Yeah, it was a thing where I obviously knew the larger premise of what was going to happen in the episode. And so I was thinking as, as we're using our new format of like taking notes and really kind of like, you mm-hmm. know, using concise thinking, I was like, I wonder if half of his notes in the beginning until the reveal are just going to be like, why is Kirk like this? Like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, why? Yeah. Is he, and then you get like yeah. the, the third, yeah, basically. third commercial and be like, oh, I see. It, it was all a joke. Yeah. A, ploy, yeah, my, a lot of my notes at the beginning were like, yeah, what's going on with Kirk? And then it was like, why is Spock betraying Kirk? Why is <laughs> what's what yeah. is going on? So on the yeah. bottom of our notes, you gave a rating system. I did. I put that on there. Yeah. So instinctually, last night I gave it a six out of ten. Ooh. So yeah. Guess what I put? Five. You're close. I put seven out of ten. Seven. Ooh. Well, you're one off. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's actually a six. Yeah, it is actually a six. <laughs> I almost put six. Uh, the only reason I put it up a little bit higher is because for it being season three, it kind of actually was a decent, a decent episode. It doesn't get any better. Yeah. The interesting thing is I put a poll out on the channel uh, yesterday and yeah. three out of four people uh, said they actually like season three of Star oh, Trek. Cool. So, Good. yeah. So I, uh, I hope I hope the episodes we choose and we to discuss like they enjoy. Um, we're not doing like a ton of them, but we are doing quite a handful. Yeah. I yeah. I like the production value of mm. season three so far, like this episode specifically. Um, you know, what's funny is like even Scotty looks different because yeah, of like how they looks, film. Yeah. His hair is different and it's like, I, I, yeah. I don't know. It has a different feel all like already. Yeah. I would say. And Kirk's green tunic is gone, which kind of bums gone. me out. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I look forward to going through season three. Yeah. Seeing how, how I feel about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And at some point, I I am going to go back and watch like all of the episodes that we did not watch on the podcast. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> just just yeah, to get a good basis, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the reality is, is there's episodes I didn't show you that are totally fine. They just didn't, yeah. they just didn't like continue a a running thing that you've already been like, why like paint like invested in between Enterprise yeah. and Strange New Worlds? So yeah, no, I no, I, I totally get what we've been doing. I just know, like, at some point for me, like, I want to watch yeah. all of it. So this is our subscriber shout out area, and our two latest subscribers are the Keen Tribe and David Nas. So we appreciate your subscriptions. And we didn't get a Captain Alimar comment on anything from mm. our last two re- podcast releases. Um, but on our What Does Caleb Think Season 2 kind of wrap-up video, we got a comment from our friend on YouTube from my office. Oh. And it says, interested in seeing how the new format works out. 
My favorite moment from season two of TOS was this podcast. <laughs> mirror, mirror. Wow. Yeah, mirror, mirror and the trouble with tribbles is are definitely classics, he says. So Yeah. Although he didn't want to interesting, he didn't want a Terran Terran Prime sticker that I made, but no, mm, interesting. interesting. Not that good then, I guess, apparently. <laughs> Uh, you know, I grew this goatee specifically for <laughs> yeah. Mirror Mirror. So. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I don't mess around with the retract review, buddy. All right, let's get into the review. Before the intro, I had, we kind of touched on it a little bit, I had Kirk's sideburns. Oh, yeah. Now they're like, you know, a little longer, a little more pointier. Getting closer to the 70s, so. <laughs> yeah. Hippie. Yeah. I think that's what made his ears look so bad later on, but <laughs> probably. <laughs> and I also I really like seeing uh in that one shot they sh- when they show the Enterprise and then the two other ships and then the, also the Romulan ship. I really liked seeing oh yeah multiple ships like again. Well that's the the whole episode I was like, oh, I like this part of the Romulan ship. And then I was like, well, actually it's actually a Klingon ship. Because yeah. I keep forgetting that they're on like a Klingon bird of prey. So yeah. even like so it's funny, I made those sonic disruptors a couple yeah. weeks back and we were talking mm-hmm. about like they they originated from like the Klingon fa- a blaster or phaser or whatever. Yeah. And like now in this episode they have those. And you can tell they're like the same, they're like the same body of the gun. Yeah, just like a couple things on top. Yeah, I think like the the top part has like little prongs. Yeah, the emitter part is definitely the emitter. Yeah, like the little. Yeah. But it was cool. It was cool seeing that. But like, I kept, I kept, you know, even like later on for like cool ship stuff, I was like, I like this, but I was like, yeah, it's not. It's actually Klingon. <laughs> yeah. Keep forgetting they're on a Klingon ship. We like Klingon things. Yeah, apparently. The other thing was the new intro. Now we got blue font. We got blue. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty much practically nice. the same intro. It's just blue instead of yellow now. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's one of those like blink and you miss it. So is there anything before the, the intro for you? No, I just... Like you said, I just was, I didn't understand what was going on with Kirk. So I kind of assumed that there was like something bad going on with like where they were in space. Gotcha. Space madness. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I like that Chekhov and Sulu. I like that they were, seemed like the full bridge crew was there in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Like, other than McCoy doing the voiceover, like, everybody was on the bridge. Yeah. I liked McCoy doing the voiceover, too, actually. That was... That. Yeah. But, yeah, well, I like seeing everybody kind of at their stations. And I do genuinely like when Kirk yells at people. It's, it is pretty funny. <laughs> because is it is it Sulu that hands him the clipboard? And he's like, I, I, I can read. I don't need I this. Think, I think so, yeah. And then even Spock, he's he's like, I need a report. And he's like, oh, I just gave you a report. He's like, I need a current report. Not <laughs> that old report, new report, Spock. <laughs> yeah. I genuinely enjoy that. Yeah. Enjoy that. 
Yeah, because he's usually pretty smooth. He's not as yeah, like angry and mm-hmm. demeaning, right? Yeah. Shatner's acting in this episode was like you know top, top, <laughs> top Shatner. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I gotta kill you. <laughs> yeah, I gotta kill you. <laughs> yeah, we get it. That's what I I have there at the bottom. So when we come back from the intro before the first commercial break, mm-hmm. uh, it's way at the bottom because that was like the scene closer. But I had uh, they mentioned it took uh, the message would take three weeks to get to Starfleet. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, Adrian would love that. Man, is that that's funny because I was like, you guys are in the RPG, you guys are even farther, and I'm only doing 24 hours. And I was like, well, yeah, right. Hmm, guess I mm. should really make it more like five or six weeks. <laughs> yeah, you should, you should bump that up. Everybody would love it. They really would. You'd get no kickback at all from that. Not at all. <laughs> that was a really funny like line where Kirk's like, just so you know, Starfleet has already been informed. And they're like, yeah, they're not going to... It's going to take them three weeks to receive yeah. the message and then like another three weeks to get here. So, like, we can just, like, blow your ship up now. <laughs> not like, we're not really too worried about it. I figured, I, I did, and I figure you did. I like those cool ship schematics on the screen. I did like those, yeah. You know where my brain went. I was like, that would look cool. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. in the basement, you know. It would. It is funny to think that they're literally just like slats with lights behind them, basically. Yeah, there's nothing to them. Yeah. They're just stationary, you know? Right. Nowadays, all that stuff is just green screened. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or just or just programmed into a computer and they just show it on a monitor, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they just make a file. Right. The interesting thing is I thought that the episode Balance of Terror showed that the Romulans had cloaking devices. So when they were like in that scene in the beginning part with the table and the the monitor, they're talking about like, oh, I think Romulans have cloaking devices. I was like, didn't they show that already? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Right. Yeah, they did. Do you see it, Enterprise? Yeah. <laughs> right. <it>? Exactly. <laughs> right. I mean, that's the whole point of, of that. No, we don't see. Oh, there. Oh, it's gone. Gone again. How are they doing it? How? <laughs> so it's like you yeah. know, we're led to believe that they just have no understanding of how the Romulans are doing such a thing at that time. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, I don't know. And now they're they're totally on board. Yeah. Uh, like, oh yeah, we know about it. Like we could definitely take that whatever that equipment is and just plug it right into the. Yeah, engine, and it'll be fine. It'll, it'll be totally fine. work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you think about it because Archer sees it disappear and come come back in that minefield episode, right? He sees yeah. the ship come and go. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah they've know. they've known about it. It's it's interesting. It's interesting. I wrote. It doesn't seem like the Romulans would care about the lives of their officers, so the exchange is pointless. I know that's what I thought too. It's yeah, like, so I was like, who cares? Like we're gonna give you these two, Randos. these two guys. Yeah. You know they don't. I don't know. They don't have any families or anything, so you know they'll be safe. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Okay. 
And then not only that, but then um, even like later on too, when Kirk beams back aboard, mm-hmm. he's like, "Well, we better hope that Spock can, you know, make it back." It's like, don't they have like the codes and everything? Couldn't they just beam aboard? Impossible. No, okay. good. <laughs> That's what I thought. I just, you know, <laughs> yeah. And then soon after. The exchange. Hey, I wrote, why why was Scotty not concerned about the Romulan officers drawing weapons? Yeah, immediately. He just looked like, at him. Ah, he was just like, whatever. I know. The next time you see Scotty, he's like in the in the chair, in the captain chair. And then even after that, and then he's like, when things start to go sideways on the other ship, he's like, he's like, all right, put those guys in the brig. Yeah. Why were they not already in the brig? Like, <laughs> why are they just Really walking, walking yeah, they're hanging out. Yeah, they're fine. I'd be suspicious if they didn't pull weapons, <laughs> right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I know that she's like a little too older now. So if you could think of yeah. a better one, let me let me know. But there was a point when I was watching the female Romulan commander, mm-hmm. and I thought if this was the Chris Pine Star Trek movie. Could Helen mm. Mirren play the Romulan commander? Mm. I mean, she's a fine actress and she would do the part fine even in her current age. But I think just for like romantic reasons against like Zachary Quinto, I feel like she'd have to be a little closer to his age, but maybe not. I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. She just kind of gave me those kind of vibes, like very refined mm. and dignified, but kind of like saucy because that's kind of how Helen Mirren. Yeah. I don't know why. It just popped into my head. The scene where soon after the commander learns of Spock's unspoken truth, mm-hmm. it cuts to Kirk a couple times and he makes one of these really funny faces when he kind of like learns that Spock is like betraying him. Mm-hmm. He's just like <clears throat> when they kick back to him, really made me laugh. I did notice that. I thought that was really funny. I thought his whole that whole exchange, yeah, where they're in there, and he's like, "I already told you the truth." Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like, "Oh, interesting." Well, I'll ask Spock, and Spock's like, "It's not against Vulcan code. I'm not lying. <laughs> if I just refuse to not tell you the truth, it's not a lie." Right. And you're like, "All right." And then he like walks over, and he's like, "Yeah, Kirk just flew us in. He, I don't even know what he's doing. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's, he's trying to. He just, he's crazy." Like I'll kill you, Spock! I'll freaking kill you! (laughs) (laughs) It's like, wow, what is going on? I I literally wrote down, "You filthy liar!" and uh, and I'll kill you. (laughs) The reveal was funny to me when they were like, you know, so the commander wants to speak to you. They're like, "Oh, okay, excellent." Like they go in the room and the chair spins around and like, it's a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah. Oh yeah. Which one is going to seduce her? And you think it's going to be Kirk, but not this time. Not this time. It's it was interesting, right? Because you could have easily had Kirk and her being all sexy with each other, and then had Uh Spock being like a fake Romulan on the ship. Well, it makes too much sense. Yeah. Break away from the traditions in season three. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. No shirt ripping, no girl kissing, nothing. Nothing. Lame. Nope. 
Is Vulcan hand rubbing? <laughs> oh, don't. don't so remind we, me. <laughs> so we come back <laughs> from that commercial, and we see Chapel is back. Yeah, yeah, we like that. Has she always worn the Delta like on the? Yeah, like collar. Yeah, I guess yeah. I've never noticed it. Yeah, and then I wrote. Scotty is awesome as acting captain. Yeah, I really like him. <laughs> like sitting there in the chair and yeah. yeah. It kind of reminded me of Pike the way his hair was like all swooshed yeah. over. Yeah, yeah, he did. I'll blow it up. I'll blow it straight to Kingdom right. Come. I'm not even worried about it. <laughs> Spock made a comment that there were no Vulcan captains, or at least it was extremely rare to have a Vulcan captain. In Starfleet. In Starfleet. And I and I yeah. I don't know. I don't honestly don't know how I feel about it. Because it's like, obviously, this is the first thing, and who cares in a way? But it's also like yeah. surprising that, you know, they're, I think, like 200 years after first contact at this point. And there's, yeah, like it's extremely rare to have a Vulcan captain. And it's like, is that a Vulcan decision or is that a Starfleet? <laughs> I I the way I lean on that is that I I think it's a Vulcan decision. Yeah, it's kind of how I felt too. I think Vulcans have no interest in being captains of Starfleet ships. They're they're not really interested in like exploration at all. So why would they want to captain a ship true. of exploration, you know? True, true, true. So that's how I that's how I feel about it. And I think that was just something that Spock was using to be like, yeah, it is a little it is a little mis, mis you know, like they yeah, mistreat yeah, us yeah. a little bit. But like, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't care. He don't care. No. The two other things I had was, uh, why would McCoy think Uhura would pass along such information to him if it wasn't Kirk or Spock who were who was injured? He was like, I don't make house calls, and it's like, who who do you think she's calling about? Like, she's not calling about any Romulan person. No, no. Yeah, like, hey, there's been an accident on the Romulan ship, and he's like, "Well, I don't care about that." It's like, well, it's it's probably it's probably the two, you know, it's probably your captain and first officer that went over there, <laughs> right? Oh, oh, I'll get my bag, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. This is a weird. It's a weird. Yeah, it's just a show that he's not. He doesn't know the plan, right? I right, guess. right, right. I know that that's what the yeah, exactly. But it's just funny. I mean, they also, to me, they could have just played it to the thing where he really thinks Kirk is hurt. Like, he's like, oh, man. Like, he freaks out in a way, you know? Mm -hmm. Rather than have him be, like, dismissive. It's like, you could play it the other way and still have it make sense. Well, the weird thing is, is that he says, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know about the plan until I beamed aboard. Yeah. And it's like, how did you learn about the plan when you beamed aboard? Is he talking about when he beamed back aboard the Enterprise with Kirk? Or is he talking... I think he meant when he beamed aboard the Romulan ship and got into that room, Kirk was pretending to be like insane and like filled him in. Yeah. There's a lot of like small things too, because it's like, you know, I'm sure the Romulan ship has like security cameras and recording. So Kirk's acting insane. Then like the Dr. McCoy walks in, he's like, hey, sure, this is the plan we're doing this. And then that's literally oh, what I have. When I'm I crazy. Back. Oh, I'm going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's literally what I have in my notes in the next part. Yeah. 
So before closing out this part, the last thing I wrote was Vulcan Death Grip question mark. <laughs> love it. I love the death grip. I just reacted. I didn't even think. Yeah. There's there's always a name for it, like you said, right? There's always a name for it. I thought I thought he was doing a quick like mind meld. Oh yeah. To show him, like, hey, look, I'm not. Because at this point, I still thought Kirk was crazy. I thought he had space sickness or something. So I thought Spock was being like, hey, look, I'm, I'm like doing this to get you, like, mm. off the ship. I'm trying to, like, you know, sweet talk this girl. Right, right. But no. no, it was to like pinch, just ever so slightly pinch a main nerve that made him sleep yeah. without a pulse for. Five ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the Romulan captain's like, "Yep, Vulcan death grip. Know it well. Got know it. Know it well." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So before we go into the next commercial break, go down to the comment section and write Vulcan death grip. Write it down in the section below. We want to see it. We love it. We want to hear more about it. I'm sad to see that it's fake because I wanted to add it to my my doctor. (laughs) Doctor House. I mean, he called it the Vulcan Death Grip, so there might be something true to it, right? Maybe. He can't can't lie, right? So it makes it seem like the Vulcan Death Grip has to be real. It's a thing. It's just not what he did. Right. Maybe that's what he does is if he he squeezes like all around your face, like that's the thing. Right, yeah. yeah, that might kill you. That might kill you. <laughs> Whatever it is, Andrew was pretty close to it a couple weeks ago. <laughs> he certainly was. <laughs> <clears throat> Double crunch. <laughs> Double crunch. Uh, <laughs> God. He crumpled. He came around that corner and crumpled it like the computer screen. The guys. Man, yeah, he sure did. So we come back from a commercial, our third commercial break, and or maybe our second commercial break, and he says, you see this shot of him laying there and his eyes open, and then they do a weird, like, reverse of his eyes. It was, it was weird. That's Instead strange. of just having him, like, open his eyes and then close his eyes like a, like a human being would. <laughs> it was That was a weird choice. Yeah. What if we reverse choice. the footage and make him close his eyes that way? It's almost like they didn't get the footage of Shatner closing his eyes, and we're like, "Well, we need to, we need to do that." And they were like, "Well, I just, just, just play the tape back." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Nurse Chapel's immediate response is to scream, which oh, is yeah. classic '60s woman. You know, it's great. Yeah, she's losing her mind. So, to your point, you were just talking about it. I wrote, "How unlikely is it that the Romulans don't bug their rooms?" Yeah. In connection with Kirk telling McCoy in that room like what was going on. It wouldn't even be like bugging a room. It's it's a brig. You you should have naturally should have security footage and mics in there. Yeah. Because it's a prison cell. (laughs) (laughs) True. Also, the other thing that I thought was kind of funny was that the Vulcan nerve pinch can apparently fool scanners like yeah, i didn't right? realize when you give it to when you 
when it's applied, like their bodies go to like near death. Everything you just think shuts about down. It, he was like, oh, well, we did it. And then they almost did an autopsy on you, they say, he says. And it's like, mm, that seemed like a stretch. <laughs> yeah, why would they do an odd? Because they thought he was dead. She, but... yeah. she watched. She she watched him do the death grip on him. Yeah. Like, well, we need to do an autopsy, see how this guy died. Like, no, I, I saw how he died. He's dead. I saw how he died. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> dead. It's like, well, all his organs seem to be fine. It's like, yeah, that's because his head was crushed. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Well, he should have been wearing one of these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of these gold banana helmets. Yeah. Because we know Why? all about the Vulcan death grip. <laughs> what do you think these bad boys are for? Style? <laughs> no. So you filthy Vulcans. <laughs> well, we got a nice smolder for the camera as Kirk when he was the yeah. Romulan. It was like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. I enjoyed that. Is that what he calls Scotty down? Yeah, it's like. Like, I can't leave the bridge at a time like this. Yeah. What could be so important? And he comes down and it's like, he's like talking his line yeah. like as he's walking in. He's like, oh, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, you're alive? Followed yeah. by, you're a Romulan? <laughs> what? Yeah. I feel like we were not briefed on this mission yeah. at all. At all, yeah. <laughs> So I had, why why would the Romulan commander think Vulcan food made by Romulans would be an enticement for Spock? <laughs> it was like, I don't oh, know. well, this food is very palatable and much better than the Enterprise. Mm-hmm. She was like, excellent, excellent, it's working, it's working. <laughs> Drink this blue juice. It's yeah, a very blue delicious juice. blue juice. I don't think you know about it, really. But I think <laughs> that blue juice was Romulan Ale. Cool. And Romulan Ale is like a big thing in Star Trek. It's like a very big thing in Star Trek. That's cool. Well, doesn't... Oh, no, that was green. Well, the Andorian... Uh, the Andorians well, pour like a blue drink out, too. So, yeah. When, uh, I, think when, we've uh, seen, I think we've seen Romulan Ale before, like... I'm sure. But, no, I was thinking about um, McCoy's booze oh. that he makes. Wasn't yeah, that yeah, green? Yeah. It was green. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. 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 I liked in this scene specifically. I'm, you know, I'm a prop guy. I'm, I'm staring at all this stuff. Like, I oh, like yeah. the cylinder, cylinder glass oh, yeah. for the blue, the blue thing. Yeah. I yeah. love how she's like watching him and he's like, mm. <laughs> he's like, barely, barely, barely has any of it. It's yeah. probably like, you know, it's probably like antifreeze, like on the show, you know, like, <laughs> delicious. And then she pours the orange juice. Yeah. And it's in that like square. Yes. Rectangle thing. It's like, no, that, that's cool. But that is like so impractical to drink out of. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it was yeah. cool. I like that stuff. It was cool. I like the bulkhead line, right? He's like, uh. He's like, well, Spock didn't give you the coordinates, and he's there. He's like, it doesn't. It's okay. Oh, just, yeah. just beam me over. And he's like, yeah, but you don't know where you're gonna go. And he's like, it's fine, Scotty. Just don't beat me into a bulkhead. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. 
<laughs> into the engine room. It's like, <laughs> I just escaped yeah. from the enemy ship, and uh, I'm just looking for Commander Tal. Oh, he's over here. Great. He's like, well, I'll let him know how alert you were. Great job. See you later, buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're doing a great job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're relieved of duty. You are relieved. Don't you see this blue sash? I'm very important. <laughs> I am very a centurion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How about that uh, yeah. soldier outfit that for Romulan women? Hmm? That's a pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah I got gotta wear a barely covering miniskirt. Like that makes so, so funny because the last episode we did yeah. was um, the one that you were talking about, the the the, the lady that the oh, secretary lady, yeah, Roberta she Lincoln hates or... Star Trek. She won't even like talk about Star Trek because she was forced to wear like a super short skirt. Yeah, and we and I was like, it wasn't really that short, right? And now the next episode we're watching, like, <laughs> it's like now that <laughs> right, that's that's a short, a short that's a short skirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, wow especially when, she, is, uh... especially when she stands yeah. up and tries to cover her butt and nothing happens like no nothing happens. no mm -mm. no yeah it was pretty bad i was like pretty oh. good she's pretty... like well, let me get out of let me put on something less revealing basically yeah that <laughs> was, was so like, stupid this is the reverse he's like he's like well you know your name would be much more beautiful if you weren't dressed as a soldier. It's like, <laughs> oh, let me slip into something more comfortable. And she comes out with like a full length dress, like full yeah. dress. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> that whole, that you whole really interaction. Like you really yeah, like that. Yeah. Real, real good. Really good. I like it for the fact that Spock is basically James Bond, you know. Yeah. But how how stupid are they to use <laughs> communicators aboard, right? A little bit, yeah, yeah. Like, don't use the like they had to have wall comms or their own things, right? Well, you know they can track that stuff on board, you know. Right, right. And how lucky is it that they pinpointed Spock's communicator and not? Kirk's communicator. Yeah. They're like, hey, so we got two two pings for this communicator. One's in the commander's room, and one's in the main room where we keep like this <laughs> yeah. high-tech stuff. Like, well, let's check on the commander first. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder what to do. That's weird. So weird. Yeah. Isn't that weird? <laughs> <laughs> he does he does do that kind of thing to make me laugh when he says. He's like, Commander, I have an alien signal. And he's like, are you sure about this? And he's like, yes, it's coming from wherever he says. And he's just like, well, get right on it. Because <laughs> when, when he first tells him, it made me think of you going, well, that's weird. It's weird. I thought yeah. when Spock came out, he was going to kind of like BS a little bit too. But he just kind of fully was like, Here yeah, it is. that's Here what it. I was going to say. I really liked that Spock didn't really care and just showed his communicator. Yeah. Like he wasn't trying to, he was just like, no, here it is. I, I did it. Well, so here's the thing. Uh, shouldn't they have taken all that stuff away from him when yes. they went on board? Yeah. Yes. 
But because he was James Bond, he was so smooth. Was in his butt. Yeah. Didn't get that far. Um, so, but that's the thing. So I thought he was going to kind of, you know, be like, well, like, yeah, the ship tried to contact me. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, I have my communicator. Nobody took anything from me. So right. I still thought he was going to kind of like play the role a little bit. Right. But he was like, yep, my goose is cooked. Here it is. Because <laughs> he doesn't lie. I don't know. What are your execution protocols these days? After? <laughs> <laughs> are we doing this? Or... <laughs> it's like... Yeah. The other part, I said, uh, does it make sense that a cloaking device is practically light as a feather? It does. He's just like, all right, just gonna take this. No, okay, machinery no. out of the. I was like, I don't, I don't know about that. The machine, the the cloaking device machine is made less goofy because of that whole <laughs> interaction where Kirk beats up the guard at the front door and goes in. And he's yeah. looking around. Now, where if I was a cloaking device, where would I be? <laughs> where yeah. would I? And then the other guy's like, "Hey, freeze! I don't know who you are." And he's like, "Oh." Somebody's here trying to take the cloaking device. And that guy's like, but the cloaking device is right here. And, Kirk, and Kirk's like, oh, very good. Very good. <laughs> like, oh, you mean this giant this giant ball with the big huge spear in the middle of the sh- in the middle of the room? Oh wow. Ah. Only a madman would put it there. <laughs> what? Oh yeah. Yeah. And then it's like he, that he finally like it's such this like crazy high tech you know like device. Who knows how it's installed or anything? Kirk just yeah. walked through and he's just like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, that'll do. <laughs> Scotty, beam me aboard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh god. <laughs> oh, it was it was really funny. That was so. I forgot that he did it, and I was like, this is this is like. Oh, let me just like. Oh, oh this yeah. is fine. Then he yeah. just puts I mean, it under you... his arm like a football, and I was like, "Don't stop! Just stop! Stop!" Yeah. To the twenty, to the thirty. Yeah. Oh my god! I... I know that was so funny. I also enjoy how the Klingon ship is very much the Enterprise. Just yeah. Different wall ornaments. <laughs> that scene too in the beginning where where Spock is like walking down the hallway with the commander, and he goes to like turn left down that that corridor. Yeah, she's like, oh no 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 Mm-mm. no that you can't go down there. But it's like he was turning left because it's so naturally like the same ship where he always turns left to go to the bridge. Yeah, but it's not the bridge now. It's it's the it's the engine room. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I thought that was funny. Oh, and I, I liked the, the closeout was uh, I really liked Spock's cold line of saying he's the first officer of the Enterprise. That was good. Mm-hmm. Who are you to think you could do this? Well, my name's Spock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was cold. He was cold as ice. That was a great plan, though, you know. Grab the device, beam aboard, 
throw at this guy and be like, hey, like this brand new thing that you've never seen before, it needs to be installed now. <laughs> it needs to be up and running in the next 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I don't I don't know anything about this. They're like, make it work. Make now. it work. You don't understand. We're all gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> like you should have filled uh, me in. Yeah, I could have at least like maybe theorized how <laughs> the device would function and how you know what it would need to be. No, no, no. It'll be yeah, all right, Scotty. Just yeah, I just do it. stick like, it on top of the engine and put some Allen wrenches in it. It'll be fine. I thought you were gonna say stick it on top of the engine and just use your Fisher Price toys. You'll get there. You'll get there. <laughs> yeah that's crazy all right it's time for trivia oh not again all right now you're overacting So, the writer D.C. Fontana's initial inspiration for the story and its title was the Pueblo Incident, which involved the capture of an American patrol boat, the USS Pueblo, by North Korean forces during the Vietnam War. The incident occurred on January 23rd, 1968, just two months before Fontana completed her first draft story outline. Fontana noted it was really based on the Pueblo incident in the sense that here's this ship caught spying and they have to find a justification for being there. Kirk's sanity is put on the line in terms of why they're there. Then, of course, they have to get out safely, preferably with the information they came for. Now, that's not what happened with the Pueblo, but the Pueblo incident kicked off this line of thinking in my mind. That's cool. In her first script... Uh, that was dated June 7th, uh, it is explicit, explicitly stated that the Romulans have an improved undetectable version of the cloaking device, which was a prismatic type of mechanism. It was stored in a laboratory waiting to be installed on the Romulan ship rather than an already operational mechanism. Okay. And also in the original, both Kirk and McCoy are disguised and steal the cloaking device. So here's the part that we were all laughing about. The first draft of the episode stressed the attraction between Spock and the Romulan commander based upon their common heritage. Originally, Spock was supposed to kiss the commander. The first draft script described Spock as raining kisses on every inch of above (laughs) shoulder. But but both Mm -hmm. Nimoy... Uh, Leonard Nimoy and Joanne Linville, who played the Romulan commander, agreed they needed something different from normal human love expressions and suggested the hand contact instead. Nimoy, in fact, wrote a long letter of complaint to Gene Roddenberry about the issue. In the book, Star Trek Lives, Dorothy Fontana, who is the writer, tells how she attempted to warn Roddenberry about fan reactions if Spock were to behave out of character. She insisted that Nimoy was right, that the pair's interactions should suggest an alien sexuality, but not human passion. Even with Nimoy and Linville's restrained gestural contact, Fontana was flooded with letters from fans. Aware of the pond far and believing it meant Vulcans had sex only once in seven years, which was 
Theodore Sturgeon's original idea, they complained that the scene was out of character. Years later, though, Fontana wrote sex scenes into the book Vulcan's Glory, establishing <laughs> that the Pon Far is only a fertility cycle and that Vulcans can have sex anytime. Yeah, I remember we talking about that before. We did, yeah. Which makes more yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah, it does. But also, Spock is trying to like play a role in these scenes. He's not like... Right. So, you know, for the fans to immediately... Like, well, Spock wouldn't act like that. It's like, well, no kidding. He's he's a spy <laughs> in this episode. He's well, I think I think the hard line is, and I'm not I'm on both sides of the fence here. I think at the, the end when he's like, is, I actually really did want to like right touch your hand more. Because <laughs> Spock, because they write this line and they really honestly are not like being funny about it. They're not trying to be like um like you're like you're saying he's not trying to be deceptive. Spock, yeah. when he says Vulcans cannot lie, so it's more than just like a choice. It's more like Spock, Vulcans just have the inability to be deceptive or or lie or whatever, mm-hmm. and it makes you believe that he ha- for every decision he makes, it cannot be fake essentially. So I kind of get it. If that's like the thinking you're supposed to have, then therefore all of Spock's interactions with this commander are, are more real than fans may want to have, especially back then. That's true. Because now when you watch Strange New Worlds, like, he's all over Chapel, so. Yeah, right. Well, it's easy to say, too, like, you know, he's he's giving into his... Oh, yeah. ...human side a little bit more. Yeah, I don't mind it. I'm not like, it didn't upset me. I just, I can understand. It's like, I'm on the fence. I, I understand why stuff had to happen from a writer's perspective to make it, like, interesting and sultry and i get it from a fan's perspective of like why are you making spock do this <laughs> yeah especially when you were saying earlier it would have been just as easy or easier to have like kirk be in spock's role and spock be the romulan infiltrator yeah yeah like it would make more sense for their characters yeah but it's season three spock's the favorite so you got to give him something to do you know yeah Although long thought otherwise, from the very first draft, the script had the Romulans using Klingon ships. The series had a lot of money invested in the Klingon model and needed to get its money's worth. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. This episode was originally aired before another episode called Elon of Troyes. So when the audience first saw the Klingon ships, they were being used by Romulans. That's weird. Yeah. In this episode, you really notice the actual, like, bird of prey painted on the bottom of the Klingon ship. Yeah, yeah. The Howard Anderson Company, responsible for the visual effects photography involving the D-Clash starships, offered the producers a choice if they should prioritize this episode or the other one, Elon of Troyes. Uh, the Enterprise incident was chosen because it because its ties to the Poible incident made the episode more timely, and they made the other one wait until December to broadcast. And then uh, the photographic effects using special mats were produced of the D- D7-class studio model that, when combined, gave the appearance that three warships had surrounded the Enterprise. Oh. So it was just one. It was just one ship. Hmm. As you said, the Romulans used Klingon disruptors. Mm-hmm. Oh, it says, unlike in Black Balance of Terror, the Romulans depicted here don't wear black gloves. 
Oh, yeah. This is the second and final appearance of Romulan characters in Star Trek, the original series. Wow. And then an interesting th- thing it talks about, the Romulans have improved their cloaking system since Balance of Terror and the Deadly Years. In the former, Spock refers to it as an invisibility screen that can mask a bird of prey's appearance, but not its motion. In the Enterprise incident, the cloaking device now renders a ship undetectable while moving, and not even the Romulans themselves can track a vessel so equipped. Which I thought was strange. Uh, I thought it was really strange that the Romulans also couldn't track it, but... Yeah. But that's just my... That's just my feeling. Well, because he has the computer like set a course where it was predicting where the Enterprise would have evaded to. Mm. And it, yeah. they didn't. That's interesting. Well, at least that kind of makes more sense that it's like an updated version. Yeah. Which it did. This and I, and yeah. I forgot that that's... It makes sense, and I didn't realize that, so I, I can appreciate that now. Yeah. This episode depicts transportation of intruders or prisoners between opposing ships as a simple matter done at will. Later incarnations of Star Trek established that shields prevent the use of a transporter, and both opposing parties must lower them if any transports are to be made. Mm-hmm. This is the first mention of any relationship between the Klingons and the Romulan empires. The idea that the Klingons and Romulans have formed an alliance of some sort has been developed extensively in the expanded universe. However, in the episode, Spock only confirms intelligent reports about Romulan use of Klingon ships and falls short of explicitly mentioning any reason. So I just got two more little parts here. The writer DC Fontana remarks, Overall, it was not a bad episode, but I did have a lot of complaints about it and things that weren't approached or handled right. Let's face it, the romantic scene between the Romulan commander and Spock was totally out of context. Any Romulan worth her salt would have instantly suspected Spock because they are related races. That was wrong. Kirk's attitudes were wrong. A simple thing, the cloaking device was supposed to be a very small thing, about the size of a watch, for instance, and it could be easily hidden. Here's Kirk running around with this thing that looks like a lamp. You know, highly visible. This Mm. is stupidity as well as illogical thinking. Visually, it was stupid. Conceptually, it was very bad. There were a lot of things, little things, that were changed. But my biggest objection is the scene between Spock and the woman. Because I really did not believe it. And I did not believe that the Romulan did not suspect Spock of something underhanded. She does know enough about Vulcan and Vulcans to know that something's afoot. Mm, that's a really good point. Yeah. I thought the same thing, but, you know. Yeah. It's, 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 I mean, honestly, it's the first time you see a female Romulan, and we don't know much about Romulans, so it's like, it's okay. You let a lot of stuff slide. Right, yeah. But, like, going forward, like, looking at this, like, when, when we get into more Romulan stuff and you look back at this episode, you're going to be like, yeah, this is stupid. <laughs> but it's yeah. okay. Right now, it's fine, right? Where it stands, it's fine. Hmm. So, aside from the standard CGI replacement footage of the Enterprise, this episode most notably featured several new effect shots of the Romulan D7-class battlecruiser. 
While the remastered scenes remain true for the original, two significant changes in the visual effects. The Romulan Bird of Prey as the third surrounding vessel, and the additional Romulan Bird of Prey markings painted on the underside of the ship's hull. Hmm, okay. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so that was a very heavy uh, <laughs> trivia, but that's all right. Funny that, yeah. like, Fontana, like, was not like super happy with it because it's like she, no. she wrote it and then they changed all bunch of stuff they yeah. changed like all the stuff and yeah yeah dc fontana is like honestly if like i don't know if like rick berman of 90s like 80s 90s 2000 star trek was like the reason why it made it made star trek good dc fontana is like the or og person who made Star Trek good back in the day. That's funny. It's yeah. Okay, we're back from trivia and now we can get into the last part. So the first thing I had written was Ahura is a gentleman. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So kind of funny that the Romulans whose society is built on espionage doesn't know anything about Spock me on the Enterprise. But Spock knows some of the Romulan legal system. Yeah, that was that was weird. <laughs> they were okay, like, your oh, your appearance caught us off guard. And then it's like, but then Spock's like, "Yes, but I know the right of statement." She's like, "Ah, yes, you know Romulan like legality very well." And I was like, "How? How does he know this? Mm-hmm. If you don't, if you don't know that the first officer is a Vulcan and what his name is." How do you yeah. not? How does Spock know anything about you guys? It's not <laughs> like he just transferred over to the Enterprise either, right. you know. They're like, "Hey, so how long have you been?" And he's like, "Oh, 18 years." <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we should oh. have known about it then. <laughs> I wrote, "What? Uh, what did Kirk think was going to happen when with letting Tal show up on the view screen in front of the Romulan commander? Like, what did he think was going to happen?" That she was just going to be like, I can't say anything. Of course, she was going to mm-hmm. be like, blow it up. Yeah, I know that was that was stupid. Uh, also, like, I like that scene where Spock's standing there giving like his his you know speech. Mm-hmm. I like his court case. Basically, he's yeah, going through. He's starting from like three days ago because he's got twenty minutes to fill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, like, she runs over to like grab him before he gets transported and he just still stands there yeah can't move can't move and transport <laughs> yeah i just thought that was weird you know yeah like Vulcan he couldn't just like neck, neck pincher quick you know yeah well maybe because he actually did love her maybe maybe it was just funny that like when they're like all right Captain, we got Spock. He's aboard, and also the commander. And everyone's like, "Oh, the commander!" They're like happy about it. Like, why are kind you of, happy yeah. that the commander's here? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like now, like, what are you going to do with her? <laughs> oh, we have her now. Yeah. Oh, she followed Spock. <laughs> Isn't that <Idiot>. cute? <laughs> um. But how about that cloaked Enterprise? That was was pretty cool. That was a pretty cool effect, yeah. It was. I liked that they were all so shocked by it, too, you know? Yeah. All right, Torpedo. Oh, my 
what? <laughs> what? <laughs> How are they doing this? Uh... <laughs> oh my god, they got it. And that's what he says. He's like, he's like, oh, they have, they have it. It's like, yeah, yeah, you knew that. Yeah, you knew they had it. I thought it was interesting that they didn't have to, that Spock didn't have to use the turbo lift wall handles to like request oh, the yeah. deck to the computer. He just was like deck two, and then mm-hmm. I was like, mm. well, has they, the they Enterprise listens. been retuned? <laughs> it listens to Spock. <laughs> oh yeah. Spock tells you deck two, you go to deck two, and that's just works. Yeah, computer to computer, just does it. (laughs) Also, it was kind of a long ride to deck two. (laughs) It took quite a while for them to get to deck two from the bridge. Yeah, it's only like two, three floors, two floors down. If even that, because I think deck one is the bridge. So. And the last thing I wrote, I don't know if you if you caught it or remembered it, but there he was, Leslie, the guy we talked about a couple episodes. He was like right at the end in the red oh, shirt. Oh yeah, dad. It was the guy that I said is like always in the background, but you never. Yep. Yeah. 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 That was funny. I thought it was funny that like Kirk kind of lost his cool there at the end. Like you know you have this you have oh. the commander aboard instead of just you know acting calm and collected, he keeps messaging you know contacting oh. Scotty. He's like Scotty. <laughs> We are going <laughs> to die. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know, Captain. I don't, it might blow the whole ship up when I throw the switch. And he's like, throw the switch. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the scene where Scotty's working on it and he takes that little, that little like t- tube thing out and he's like, uh, I don't know what that does, but that's got to go back there. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. He's a good actor. Yeah, I like I like it. Once again, it's in Scotty's hands. You know, always in Scotty's hands. So that brings a conclusion to our review. But before we end the episode, we do the thing everybody's been waiting for. Caleb. Caleb, who gets the Erica Ortegas award for being most unlikable? I don't like the sub commander. Oh, the tall guy? Yeah. Okay. I think he did. Um, not only was he annoying, but I think he did a really bad job at his job. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. You know, for a couple of things that we already talked about, like he, you know, they beam aboard, they don't take their communicators, they don't even check them for phasers. They they pinpoint the two signals in the ship and then they go to the commander's room and not, you know, yeah, the engine room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes a lot of stupid choices. And then in the end, like I just was saying, like he was like so shocked that, you know, yeah. they could go invisible. <laughs> yeah. He was like, what? <laughs> He's never done. Yeah, he was really, yeah, he was really, he was really bad for, for a Romulan, you know? Yeah. I can't disagree. Didn't like him at all. (laughs) (laughs) So who gets the Elizabeth Cutler Award for being most forgettable? So that's going to be the two Romulans that they (laughs) beamed aboard. (laughs) Yeah, You know what? You're 100% right on that. That's a great one. Um, Not only did they pull the guns and like, who cares? 
but also mm-hmm. they just take Kirk just takes his clothes and then it's just like they don't yeah. even really comment on those guys hanging. You out. never see him again. Scotty sends him to the brig, and then Scotty goes to the brig and he's like, "Take your clothes off." It's like, <laughs> what is happening? Yeah. And not only not only does the Enterprise and the audience forget about him, but so does like the actual Romulans. <laughs> yeah, they don't care either. Because now the episode ends, and now they're like, "Well, we're gonna drop you off at the nearest space station or whatever." Yeah. For the commander, and it's also like, well, you also still have the two guys in the in the brig. You know, those guys are still here. <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's also very funny that Spock thinks that Vulcan ears look bad on humans, but Leonard Nimoy is a human wearing Vulcan ears. So I just thought that was Ooh. a little funny inside joke. Yeah, real yeah. world irony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. I get it because he's a human. <laughs> I get it. I understand Star Trek. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> oh, now that is funny. <laughs> <laughs> Who gets the Trip Tucker Award for being the MVP? So I wrestled with this for a little bit. Okay. Because I want to give it to Spock because I genuinely enjoy Spock this episode. And I think he had to tap into his emotions to, you know, mislead the commander. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I got to stick true to myself. I got to give it to Scotty. Ooh, okay. Nice. Because here's the thing. Kirk and Spock knew about this mission. Okay, yeah. Nobody nobody else did, you know? Right, right. And now at the very end, it's like Kirk comes aboard with this, you know, giant thing. And he's now it's like, hey, you got 15 minutes to install this thing or we're all dead. <laughs> yeah. And now Scotty has to like make sure he gets that thing working. This brand new piece of technology that he's never even seen before. Yeah. Doesn't even know if it like if right. it'll blow the engine or if they have enough power to run the stupid thing. It's like how do you integrate alien technology into ours, right? Yeah. There's a couple tubes probably, but <laughs> you know, and he does it in the nick of time, so classic Scotty. It's gotta be Scotty. Because yeah. without Scotty, they you know would have been blown up. Nice, nice. What gets the Shran Award for being the best action sequence? It's got to be Kirk fighting his way into like the engine room. Oh, when he kicks the gun out of or the the disruptor. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good when he like kicks the disruptor and then he does like a higher kick and kicks the guy in the head. <laughs> like. Yeah. I can't remember. Does he kick the disruptor or does he just smack it out of his hand? I can't remember. Smacks it. I think he smacks. Yeah, he smacks the disruptor and then kicks him like in the okay. head. And like that, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, just, yeah. But that I, scene is so funny too because that guy's like, put your gun on the ground. And it's like, oh, and he throws it against the wall. And then the guy's like, and he's like trying to bend down and get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, obviously, idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, always shoot, always shoot Kirk, and then get the, 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 the yeah, always. Well, you can just like tell him to move. You don't have to like immediately try to like gain yeah. the other. Walk over gun. there now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm gonna turn around, bend over, and pick up this gun. I don't want any funny business, eh? No <laughs> funny business. I'm gonna close my when eyes. I turn around. Back. You better yeah. still be in the same spot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or you're getting blasted. 
See, you can blast it. Yeah. I'm gonna close my eyes, turn around, and put my gun back in my holster. And you better be standing there when I turn back around and open my eyes and take my gun back out of the holster. <laughs> you better be out of this room. You're not allowed in this room. <laughs> oh, you kicked me in the can't believe you've done this. <laughs> oh, All right. God. One gets the NX award for some sweet ship stuff. I really like the Klingon brig. I really like the bars that come across to like yeah. seal in the door. Yeah. I like how that's all open and that's just like the 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 phase field there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really cool. Every time they opened it, the guy would like go on the computer screen and, and like the door yeah. would like slide into the door. Yeah. I really like that. I thought that was cool. Yeah, that's cool. All right, what well, gets the Porthos award for being the cheesiest thing of the episode? That it's gonna be the hand scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty it's just uh, yeah, pretty 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 bad. This is this was it wasn't as bad as Kirk getting saved from the Mubambu bite, okay. but okay. it's a close it's a close second. Yeah, they do linger on it a little too long, don't they? And then they cut away, and you're like, oh, thank God. And then they come back to it. That's true. <laughs> you're like, oh, my God. And then, you know, the sub-commander comes to the door, and she's like, oh. <laughs> no, Not now. <laughs> and what is her quote? I wrote down her quote earlier, but my notes got destroyed. It was, I can't believe I'm enjoying oh, alien, alien hands more than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? You're doing what? <laughs> I yeah. can't believe I'm enjoying an alien's touch more than I could have possibly imagined. <laughs> oh. Oh, cool. What the... Uh, so what's Kirk doing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And until we got to that scene, I, I thought it was going to be, you know, yeah. Kirk sitting in the brig doing his I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like that. No, that didn't even make didn't even come to the list. Yeah. And finally, what gets the Enterprise Award for being the best scene of the episode? The Vulcan death grip was my favorite scene of the episode. Cause that's yeah. kind of like not only is that a good like oh sleep, sleep. Yeah. But like it's also kind of like the pivotal part of the episode yeah, like where it, it hinges on that switches right? and you see yeah. the reveal right after. So yeah, totally, I agree. So what was her? What's the commander's plan the whole time? Is like Kirk takes over the Enterprise and then now she works for the Romulans with like all of the crew still aboard the Enterprise. I really don't know. She was gonna send Spock and like a group of Romulans on back on board, and they were gonna like take control of the ship. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm not sure either. <laughs> exactly. It's funny. So, like, now you assume that, like, that's what Romulans do. They don't, like, have really <laughs> just... good, like, of their own technology. They, yeah, they steal, like, they fight Klingons and take their ships. And now they're, if they could fight and take the Enterprise, it'd be, like, a huge, huge <laughs> badge of honor. Three constitution classes. And we paint birds underneath that one too. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Get the yellow paint. <laughs> yeah. I want a giant bird <laughs> on the bottom of this ship. 
<laughs> With yeah, the Vulcan so that, hand. <laughs> yeah, the two, all the two things. <laughs> the wings. The wings are the Vulcan hands, right? It's like, so these are the wings, and it's like... Oh, that'd be a cool yeah. fan fiction figure to make make like an enterprise mm -hmm. with the if they took over this would be like the what if series i like it grotto yeah so that concludes the what did caleb think section so now it's your turn to go down into the comments and write what you thought of the episode what's the best scene what's the cheesiest who's the mvp let us know down below Mm -hmm. Next week, we're going to continue in season three of Star Trek. We just begun. Next week's episode will be Day of the Dove. Hey, gang. Just wanted to let you know that I got it wrong. Next week's video will not be Day of the Dove. Next week's video will be the Tholian Web. Look forward to that one next week. And then after that, we'll get into something special. So Data Dove is on the line. It'll just be a few episodes from now. So look for it then. Next week will be the film. I don't know if Thanks. it's if it's just a weird thing on my phone or something. I don't really know. But I saw this interesting thing when I'm on my mobile phone and I have mm -hmm. and, and the YouTube video is not on full screen and you're just looking at it and you can see all of the, you know, you see the title and all the things. Uh, if you say specific things, I think the app does a pretty neat effect. So I'm going to try mm. it and then see if I'm right. And I won't know okay. until this is released and I'm watching it <laughs> like as it's live on the channel. But Weird. if you say things like click the like button and click the subscribe button, they like highlight and like rainbow effects go on on the actual things on the app. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I, we, I went back to one of our old videos and you specifically said, don't not like the like button. You literally say, click the like button and like the, the literal like button gets like highlighted and has like a little like sparkly effect to it. Wow. And That's I was like, cool. is that a thing? And then I saw in another video, somebody was like, click the subscribe button. And the sub is like, hey, you're not subscribed. Like, look at this, like type of thing. Hmm. So I'm curious. I am curious now as well. Yeah. So like, click the like button and click the subscribe button. Also click the share button. Let's see if that does it too. I don't know. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. But if you like the video, like it. If you dislike it, dislike it. Share it with all your friends and family and Trek enthusiasts. Uh, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode and ring that bell for notifications so you don't miss an episode like this one, Star Trek History, or just a few days ago, our Star Trek RPG, which came out with a new episode entitled Codes and Connections. Yes. So look it's a for very that. good episode. <laughs> very good episode. A very good episode. <laughs> So this has been the Retrek Review. As always, you can go over to Caleb's channel. Caleb, you tell him anything you want. Right? This camera, um, this camera, this camera, or this camera. <laughs> Let us know. What yeah. Yeah, I put out a couple Star Trek videos recently here. You should go back and watch. I did the uh, Trident Scanner and the Disruptor. And those are fun. 
um, a couple days ago, I put out a video. I made a little uh, Tomb Raider 2 diorama because the Tomb Raider got remastered on Wednesday. It came out. So, uh, yeah, that video came out. And then um, next week, you can probably look forward to an update on the game room build. Ooh. Might be a small room update. Yeah. Nice. And that's about it. A couple weeks from now, I think I'm going to upload a video where I paint a 3D print of Bo-Katan. I've had that. I've had that done for a while. I just haven't edited it. So that's cool. I throw that up. It's pretty cool. It came out really nice. I also think, right? I think in just a few days after this releases, there may. Oh, Dragon Ball. A Dragon Ball episode. <laughs> yeah. On the 19th, Dragon Ball is coming out. We start our Commander Red Sox. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you get to meet Corin. You get some get sacred water. Mercenary Tao is doing stuff. It's it's great. Is it sacred water? Gotta watch it. Is it? It <laughs> might just be tap water. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks for watching, everybody. And computer. And program. And program. See you guys. Program complete. The retrack review is a Daystrom Holodeck podcast produced in association with the Plastic Underground Props, hosted by Caleb Stoddard and Will Wilbur, edited by Will Wilbur. Our intro song is by Kaylee Joy Rookledge. Our theme song is by Samo Studios. And our outro song is by Tommy T. Title card art created by Caleb Stoddard. Trophy art created by Adri Wilbur of Love by the Letters. Synopsis and written plot provided by memory-alpha.fandom.com. Star Trek is created by Gene Roddenberry and all official clips and pictures are owned by Paramount Pictures. You can follow us at The Plastic Underground Props and The Daystrom Holodeck on Instagram and on YouTube. Thanks for watching. Hey, look, my microphone wasn't plugged in. Oh, it doesn't sound... How does it sound now? <laughs> A little crisper. <laughs>